Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Louetta Roschke and Don Kennedy and I, we are in the Word today. We are finishing up, uh, this is our fifth week on Set Your Mind and Be Set Free. Set Your Mind and Be Set Free. Colossians chapter 3 is a rich, empowering, uh, awesome chapter of full of truth that you can apply to your life right now. So go back and uh, go to our website at lueda.org and you can listen to the previous podcast or uh, of course on our uh, Lueda Roshki Ministries Facebook page. You can go back and scroll through and start from um, the first episode and go through. So hallelujah. Well, Dawn is looking at me with doubt in her eyes. Oh no, that and, is not and, doubt. That's and like, a smile. Mm. She's doubt, she doesn't think I can get through the no, rest of this I chapter. Don't, no, I don't even <laughs> underestimate you. <laughs> she doesn't think I can move. But you're not even to where we I were know, starting I yet. Know. We haven't even got there yet. But you know what it is? I, I when you start reading it over again and, and kind of doing a recap, I can't hardly help but start talking about it again because I love the word. I love everything that's jam-packed in this, and so it's it's really really hard. But I'm going to bear down now. Okay. We're going to go. We're going to finish reading and and start on the last section. Okay, those of you that believe I can do it, just pray <laughs> or give me a little message after we believe you can do it. All right. So, but you know better now. So that's it. So make sure it's all gone for good. What? bad temper, irritability, meanness, profanity, and dirty talk. And, of course, it was speaking earlier about sexual promiscuity, impurity, and lust. Uh, So we are moving on. It says, (laughs) don't lie to one another. Well, that's some good, Mm. uh, that's a good statement right there. You're done with that old life. Listen, are you done with that old life of all that junk that was just pulling you down, bringing destruction? I'm done with it in Jesus' name. It's a lot funner to not have to remember any lies <laughs> that know. you told somebody. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Uh, you're done with that old life. It's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes you stripped off and put in the fire. I'm reading from the Message Bible. I like to do that every now and then. Now you're dressed in a new wardrobe. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Every item of your new way of life is custom made by the creator. Isn't that awesome? I love the way uh, Eugene Peterson puts that in with with his label on it. Oh, yeah. I want to wear the clothes with his His label. label. The Bible says to put on Christ. There is no label like Uh -uh. the label of the Lord, right? That's right. (laughs) Wow. And, you know, the put on the full armor, Mm -hmm. you know, just just put him on, wear him, carry him, carry his presence, put on the new nature. Uh, I love the way that's put. Now, all the old fashions are now obsolete. Now, that's cool. The old fashions of wearing lies, profanity, dirty talk, all those things. Uh, words like Jewish. They've been and, discontinued. Right. In your life. They've been discontinued yes, yes. in your life. <laughs> You've removed them out of your vocabulary mm-hmm. <laughs> and your way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the old fashions are now, now obsolete. Words like Jewish and non-Jewish, religious and irreligious, insider and outsider, uncivilized and uncouth, slave and free mean nothing. From now on, everyone is defined by Christ. Everyone is included in Christ. Now that, let me, let me run back over here to my new King James. And that was ending up in verse 17. Mm-mm. Uh, that's verse 11. Verse 11, okay. Verse 11, yeah. All right. 
where, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, <coughs> excuse me, but Christ is all and in all. That's what I wanted to see. Christ is all and in all. Listen, in your life, let him be everything. Uh, in, in earlier in Colossians, it talks about Christ having the supremacy or the preeminence. He, he is to have the preeminence, the first place in your life. He's to be all. And he talks about all things are from him, to him, and through him, and by him. In other words, everything circling around, everything being from Christ, being Christ, and flowing, right? So everything in your life, all Christ is all in all. Now, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do it. Now, so this chapter, Don, has talked about what to take off. Mm-hmm. Then it tells you what to put on. I mean, you can't get confused in this. Nope. He's, <laughs> a, he's a full-service God. Right, right. It's totally... <laughs> it's a whole picture. <laughs> yeah, and it's so understandable. So in the message it says, So chosen by God for this new life of love... That's pretty cool. Dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. What's the wardrobe? Listen to this. Put on compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic, all-purpose garment. Never be Without it, oh, that is Thank so you, good. Father, all-purpose so garment. That's all pretty good. All-purpose <laughs> garment. And so, um, it says, do not lie to one another in the amplified, for you have stripped off the old, ungenerated self with its evil practice, and have clothed yourselves with a new spiritual self. Yourselves with a uh, spiritual self, which is ever listen, ever, ever, ever in the process of being renewed. It's an ongoing thing. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just Know that God is changing you. Allow him to change you. And remolded into fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge after the image, the likeness of him who created him. Glory to God. Now, uh, clothe yourselves, therefore, as God's own chosen, his own picked representatives who are purified and holy. Listen, we are purified and holy. Sometimes mm-hmm. we don't have that mindset, right? Right. That's Purif- a set your mind point right, right there. Right. That's that's a that's you're a, glorious and you're purified and holy. <laughs> and well beloved mm-hmm. in the Amplified it mm-hmm. says by God himself. We forget that one a right. lot. Right. Forget that you're loved. So that's so that's something a, a like a frequency, you know, like whenever we we turn on the radio, we have to get to the right frequency to what we want to listen to. Uh, in Colossians 1 and 2, it talks about seek those things which are we're above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of the Father. And then it says, set your mind on things above and not on things on earth. So set your minds to this, people. Listen, listen, do it. That you are God's own chosen one. You are his own picked out representative you are purified. You are holy. You are well beloved by God Himself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory I'm His bride. I'm His bride. That's I'm right. His bride. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 It says in the Amplified, it says, Amplified, it said, by putting on behavior marked by. You mean you can put on behavior? Yeah, yeah you, you can, can be you glad or you can be mad. Yep, it's a choice. My mom used to say you can get glad in the same, same pants, pants you, you got, got mad in. Yeah, <laughs> right. You can be glad or mad. You can be loving or angry and hateful. 
but it says, put on, putting on behavior marked by, listen, tenderhearted pity and mercy, kind feeling. Well, what if they really hurt you? What if they, what if they really deserve for you to chew them out? What if they have really done it? I mean, they deserve it and they're in the wrong. It doesn't say anything about that. It says, <laughs> listen, sometimes we want to change the word. We want to change it to say what we want it to say. Or we want to change people first and <laughs> right, not our own right, reactions right, or actions. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't say if, unless they really deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless they he didn't are give us a wrong. justification right. for it at all. <laughs> unless they're really a scoundrel. <laughs> it does not say that. This is crack. I'm cracking my own self up. <laughs> he says, put on behavior marked by tenderhearted pity and mercy, kind feeling, a lowly opinion of yourselves, Uh-oh. gentle ways and patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure whatever change, whatever comes with good temper. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. We can take whatever comes with good temper. And be gentle and forbearing with one another. And if anyone has a difference, a grievance, or complaint against one another, readily pardoning each other, even as the Lord has freely forgiven you so you must you also forgive. And above all these things. Uh-oh, here is a prime point right here. Above all these things, put on love. Put it on. Take off the anger. Take off the hate. Take off the unforgiveness. Take off the bitterness. Take off the revenge. Take off the offense and the hurt feelings. And put on love. Put it on. And enfold yourselves with the bond of perfectness. Enfold yourself in it, which binds everything together completely in ideal harmony. There's your, there it is right there. Harmony. harmony. That's I wish right. I could sing harmony with you because we could have a real teaching moment. I know, right, right. We could do harmony. I think we'll move on. <laughs> we do harmony in other ways. Right, right. And let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ's rule, act as an umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your midst in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ's one body you were also called to live and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always. In the uh, message it says, let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing and cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Oh, yeah, have the the run of my house, Lord. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense and sing. Sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master, Jesus Thanking God the Father with every step. That's good right there. Mm-hmm. That is so good. All right, Dawn, we are down to where we left off last time. <laughs> and you you even switched uh, from the message to the... I know. Uh, it was going back and forth to different versions of the word. I'm telling you, we're on fire, Dawn. <laughs> we're going to finish up this chapter. Okay? I promise. I promise we are. You can do it. We have 13... And, and 30 seconds, minutes. that's yeah, right, we so we it. can do it, all right? So, here we go. The last part, which is talking about family to husbands, wives, children, um, <clears throat> and how to deal and live together. Sometimes we need to be reminded of that, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> Many times we do. All right, I've got to get to the right page. Here well, we go. We like everything but the first verse, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Can we just skip the one to wives? <laughs> yeah, Come on. Let's... Can we even skip verse 18? No. <laughs> <laughs> let's pick and choose what we're going to yeah, read yeah, and believe. Yeah. No, no, no. I think, think he might frown upon it. He is all-inclusive. Tiny, <laughs> tiny bit, tiny bit. So, verse 18, let's start talking about the Christian home. Wives. Now, remember, this is not me saying it. This is the word. Do not, do not send me any bad. I'm going to throw tomatoes at you. <laughs> no, no. Wives, submit to your own husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Um, wives, that's a word to wives. Now, let's read it in the Amplified. This is verse 18, Colossians 3. Wives, be subject to your husbands. Subordinate and adapt yourselves to them as is right and fitting and your proper duty in the Lord. And in the message, it says, wives, understand and support your husbands by submitting to them in ways that honor the master. Oh, wow, that really, as I've said before, gets in your chili and mixes it up. (laughs) 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 Oh, me, oh, my, oh, me. Well, wives, Lueda, Dawn. (laughs) don't talk to me talk to you no i'm just kidding (laughs) understand and support your husbands sometimes we don't want to take time to do that sometimes we don't understand the decisions they're making and Mm -hmm. so we don't come into agreement with it and we balk um and and that but that submitting it's a and as you go on in, in other places in the word it talks submitting and serving one another so it's actually one serves the other the other one serves the other but the wife is to be under the protection and the care and the provision of the husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible talks about marriage on earth being symbolic of Christ and the church, his bride, mm-hmm. right? So Christ lo- uh, loved the church and gave himself up for he gave his life, laid down his life for her. And that kind of love draws you in to, to serving them, mm-hmm. right? Okay, mm-hmm. let me say that again. That kind of love draws you in. Now, does it, wives, I'm going to say that it. It doesn't justify <clears throat> your behavior right, right. if he's not loving you That's that right. way. It doesn't. Uh-uh. It doesn't say, <laughs> wives, submit to as your husband. As long as he's they, loving you the and, way he's supposed to. <laughs> in, the way, in the way that you, and if he's doing what you want him to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that. Now, I don't believe that we subject and subordinate ourselves to anything that's not according to the word. Or if you are being physically, you know, Abuse or su- abuse of any kind, but if it doesn't agree with the word, you know what I mean, right? But I'm talking about in general. The, uh, our our instructions are doing life. Yeah, submit yourself to your husband, as is fitting in the Lord. Understand and support your husbands by submitting to them in ways that honor the master. So you're going to honor the Lord by submitting to and giving place to and and. Um, and doing exactly what the word is saying here. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then the next verse says, Husbands go all out in love for your wives. Mm-hmm. Don't take advantage of them. Wow. That's that's pretty I've never heard it said like that before. That's probably Why? a number one complaint most women have. Yeah. Yeah. And so wives. Understand that your husband needs you to honor them. That's their, that's their main need is respect and honor. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways you do that is submitting to them uh, in, in that way, to their needs. 
to their desires. And when you do that, wives, it's a safety for you. And it's amazing how God begins to meet your needs and Mm -hmm. your desires, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So this is a two-way street. As wives submit to the husband that loves them, the husband also then receives the honor and respect. So wives, do it as unto the Lord. Do it with a servant's heart. And I believe you will see a, a reward from that. And, and husbands understand that when, you're, when your wives feel loved and they feel that protection and that care and that be, laying down your life for your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself, it's so much easier for then her to submit, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, it's a two-way thing. And as your husband feels respected and honored, honored it's easy for him to lay down his life it's a two-way street and so it is and there are no stipulations there's no wives submit if you know is it's wives submit if he's if he is even if they're not serving the lord as long as like i said they're not abusing you or mm-hmm. going against the word you know uh if you serve them and it's talking about, too, I think it's more than just... Now, I do. I, I actually... <laughs> this is just a small practical thing. But I fix my husband's plate. A lot of times he likes to sit in the living room and eat, eat and watch TV after he's worked all day. And uh, so I literally fix his plate, bring him, a, bring him his drink, and set it down before him. Mm-hmm. That's one of my ways of just serving him, right? Mm-hmm. Do I have to do that? No, but I know that he appreciates it. He's tired. He's worked all day. He's been making money to provide for us. Mm-hmm. And so I do that. That I mean, you may have other ways of doing things, but that, I believe, speaks to him that I care for him and I love him. And it's a small thing. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't hurt me at all. Right. Right? You know? doesn't require that much. <laughs> yeah. But to me, it's my way of saying, I know you worked all day. I know you're tired. Here's your food, mm-hmm. and I've brought it to you on a platter, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just small things. But, but knowing that he loves me, and he's loving me, one of the ways he's loving me, he's providing for me. Right. Right? And so he, he, he says, husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. Right? So use, don't walk in bitterness. Don't take advantage of them. Love and honor them and treat them well. Treat them the way that God would have you treat the way that Christ treats us, the bride of Christ. So we're we're talking to husbands and wives, and we're not leaving anyone out, so nobody can go away mad. <laughs> don't go away mad. Don't go, go away, away glad. Just go away. No, no, I'm just no, 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 don't go away. Don't go away. <laughs> but sometimes you know the word, like I said, this is a word that really gets mm-hmm. down in there. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing to the Lord. Uh, children, do what your parents tell you. This delights the master to no end. I love that. That is so cool. Um, my notes down here, it says, provoke means to irritate or discourage children by harsh yelling, nagging, or deriding their efforts. Such provocations wound their spirits. And we don't want to do that. And make them timid. They become discouraged or fearful. So he's saying, children, I mean, children obey your parents. And all this, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. We want to build them up. We want to minister to them. We want to bring them into a, uh, 
a place of love and honor, right? Mm -hmm. And grow them mm -hmm. and teach them of the things of God. Then it says, now bond servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God, right? So let's read that in the uh, message. Parents, don't come down too hard on your children. You'll crush their spirits. Servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters and don't do just the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God, confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ, the sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Let me read that one more time. Servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters, and don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Let's just let's be let's be Christians that are of, uh, excellence of excellence. You know, going above and beyond. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God. You're the, when you're at work, you're really working for God. You're representing him. You're doing it as unto the Lord. Confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The sullen, listen, the sullen servant who does shoddy work. We're talking about employees. You will be held responsible. Don't do halfway halfway job, guys. Uh, come up to a higher level of excellence. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. Ooh, that's, that's a mouthful. Uh, whatever you do in the New King James, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord, the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. Uh, let me read this also as we finish up in the Amplified. Right here. Whatever. Let's go back. Verse 22. Servants, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not only when their eyes are on you as pleasers of men, but in simplicity of purpose with all your heart. Because of your reverence for the Lord and as a sincere expression of your devotion to Him, whatever may be your task, work at it heartily from the soul as something good for the Lord and not for men, knowing with all certainty that it is from the Lord and not from men that you will receive the inheritance, which is your real reward. The one whom you are actually serving is the Lord Christ, the Messiah. When your boss is not treating you right, whenever things are not going your way, when things are hard, uh, remember you're really serving and working for the Lord. For he who deals wrongfully will re reap the fruit of his folly and be punished for his wrongdoing. And with God, there is no partiality of Here's the employer, here's the employee, uh, or here's the president right. of the operation. of the No big eyes yes, and little no use. Uh -uh. There is no partiality, no matter what a person's positions may be, whether he is the slave or the master or the employee or the employer. So do it as unto the Lord heartily. Dawn, drop the mic, boom. Boom, we did it. it. Woo! The last of Colossians 3, we went through it. Listen, I invite you to go back a with a minute to spare. It is a miracle. It's a miracle, I say. It's a miracle. You know, uh, I invite you to go back and read Colossians 3, study it, and go back and listen to our pro previous podcast on our website at lueda.org or uh, flip through Facebook 
uh, Loretta Roshke Ministries, and you can catch every one of them, and I believe it will minister to you. Listen, call our prayer line, 866-241-0579, and we have anointed trained prayer ministers who will pray for you and help you, won't cost you a penny, and they'll send you out some scriptures that will be tailor-made for what you ask prayer for. Uh, also, there's lots of free things on our um website that will minister to you and be a resource to build you up that you'd know the truth and the truth will make you free. Thank you to everyone that gives to our ministry. You, When you give, you become a partaker of the preaching of the gospel and the reward from it, the souls that are saved, delivered, set free. And I, and I believe you join with us in covenant and you become a partaker of the anointing on this ministry and the fruit of this ministry. You, you are literally a part of it. We cannot do the radio, the TV, the going out, all the things that we do without it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart with total uh, sincerity, thank you for helping us to to preach the gospel, and God bless you and multiply the seed back to you a hundred times over. And if you want to give again, or if you've never given, you can go to our website at luada.org, l-o-u-a-d-a.org, and you can give and donate there, or you can call our prayer line, and you can give there as well, 866-241-0579, or l-o-u-a-d-a.org. Thank you for being with us today. We will see you next week.